Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mainstream Boy. I'm your host Jonathan and today I'm joined by none other than our pal Spencer to talk about one hell of a new release movie. This week we open up a storybook and explore a new creative twist to a classic tale we all know and love. Millie Bobby Brown helms her very first mainstream film as she plays a young detective determined to solve the mystery of her missing mother in the Netflix original film, Enola Holmes. Can the Stranger Things star step up and carry a film with an A-list supporting cast? Stick around. I'll be there for you. Why are you doing the same exact thing? <laughs> now it's in my head, and I don't even know the lyrics after I'll be there for you. Like, I don't know any of the other words to the song. Other than they're just, like, splashing around in a fountain with, like, ducks and shit or something. Have you ever watched Friends? Like, actually, have you ever watched, like, the whole series or maybe, like, a season, a couple episodes here and so there? You've got to no, at I've, least I've seen a couple really episodes. Some. Um, I know that they kind of hang out in, like, Lisa Kudrow's apartment, Jennifer Ennis' apartment, and then Joey's, like, the goofball... And then uh, they also go to a cafe and kind of just talk too loud for everyone else trying to enjoy their time there. You're really not far off at all. I mean, that's essentially <laughs> the show. I mean, there's a little more to it, I guess. Um, I mean, it's very just episodic. It's just, you know, things happen it's each like Seinfeld, episode. right? We move on. Exactly. Yep. It's like, yeah, like it is Seinfeld, basically. Those old timely like little sitcoms where the plot did not matter. It was just the chemistry and the camaraderie between all of the cast. And it was made, yeah. made for some good times. Friends There's nothing wrong show. with that. It's it's a very white person show, and it's it's highlighted in the movie Undercover Brother, as far as I remember, when uh, uh, Neil Patrick Harris is given the the white person test, and he has to be like, "What was on Rachel's shelf when Brad did this thing?" And he's like, "It's her saline solution." And then he's like, "Holy shit, you passed the test!" And that's Undercover Brother. You remember that scene? Nope. Well, you should watch it. You should really freshen up on our cover. I've brother, seen it. I mean, I think film. I've seen it at least twice at this point. I mean, I've seen it a handful of times. I've probably seen it thirty times. That's that's insane. It's a lot, and it's still not out on Blu-ray. And hopefully, it comes out on 4K at some point. Eddie Griffith is a fucking god. Uh, anyways, how was your weekend? Did you honestly listen to the Vin Diesel song that I sent you this no. morning? No, Please. I didn't. You I don't got have it. Time. Why? <laughs> you don't have time. What the fuck? Are you in your car? You driving it all? Yeah. Okay, then you have time for a three-minute Vin Diesel pop song. I was you listening to, to Sarah Bareilles' music. No, you need to. You need to listen to Vin. Is Diesel's. it like what kind of genre of music? Is it like rap? Like hip hop? Like no, I mean like Kygo produced it. Do you know who Kygo oh, is? I know who Kygo is. He did yeah, a song with. It's kind of like Chain Smokey. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like what it is. Like, like yeah. I was going to say Chain Smokey, but Chain Smokers. I mean, it's, chain, it's by the main <laughs> Chain Smokers, which I but guess Smokey's you could say. Smokey's like a word, yeah. Little Smokey's, like the sausage. All right, anyway. No. Um, you yeah, I'll check it out. Vin Diesel song. If you really think I should check it out, I'll, I'll be happy to check it out. I, I feel like that that's the perfect segue to say that this is Mainstream Boy. I'm Jonathan, and I'm here with Spencer once again. It really wasn't a good segue, but uh, on Mainstream Boy, we, we kind of... You know, watch the newest release movies of uh, of the week. Uh, in the future, hopefully they do come out in theaters. But instead, uh, we're basically watching films that come out on streaming services like Netflix, Disney+, Plus, um, yeah, Peacock, and uh, IMDb TV. So um, we, we take... <laughs> I'm not using any of these. No, we will. We, not we will. doing it. Nope, not going no, to use any of to. these. I refuse. Well, 
You're going to have to. If, if the pandemic continues to get worse, which it will because the second wave is hitting, we are going to have to resort to streaming services like Peacock, Vudu, Quibi. All these fucking things that you've never Could you imagine if we were reviewing Quibi originals? <laughs> oh, God. You never know, dude. I We might come to a point where we might have to. Anyways, uh, we grab a big bucket of popcorn, big case of snow caps, uh, Mountain Dew, three ice cubes, no more, no less. Pop down on the couch, take our pants off, and just watch uh, some Netflix original uh, mainstream movies with Millie, Millie Bobby Brown. How about dude, that, Spencer? I think you should absolutely cut that. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> Okay, well, the, the I didn't. Okay, the pants off thing is didn't unrelated to Millie Bobby Brown, but I'm gonna keep it in anyway. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, this week we uh, we only watched one film, but it was the, really the only film that mattered, don't you think? Uh, it was the uh, the Netflix original Anola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown, kind of her first uh, mainstream film aside from Godzilla King of Monsters, but she was kind of a side character in that. Uh, as yeah, are all she the people billed in as like, like that. the lead, but yeah, she kind of ended up being the side character. I mean, that movie was just a mess to begin with. Um, but yeah, I I mean, she hasn't really been movie in theaters. <laughs> yeah, during King of Monsters, <laughs> I wanted to fall asleep during it. Um, yeah, it was it was not great. But no, I mean, Stranger Things has been basically her biggest outlet in terms of her like acting and performances, and she's been, I mean, the star of the show. She's amazing in the in the series. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of movies, she hasn't really been in a whole lot. Um, but I believe this one, I could be wrong with the studio, but I believe that Lionsgate was the one that funded it and made it. Uh, and then on the, because of the pandemic, I believe they sold it to Netflix. So it became a Netflix original. I don't okay. think it started out as a Netflix original. I think it was just one of those things where they had a movie that was intended for a release. Pandemic happened. They're like, all right, streaming sites, anyone want it? Netflix picked it up. I think it was kind of one of those cases. And it makes um, sense. So, it's Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. Stranger Things, like, yeah. And I mean, I think it's been a great move because so far, because the, it's been the weekend. It's been actually the movie came out last Wednesday, so it's been almost a week since it's came out. And I believe this movie has been like charting like crazy in Netflix, like the top ten. I think it was number one for like the entire weekend. I think millions of people actually check this one out because. I mean, they'll get into it, but it's got like a 92% around tomatoes. It's very, very high. It's shockingly high. I mean, I, I looked at the rating before I'd seen the film, but I was like, there's no, that cannot be accurate. But, you know, I believe it is. Um, I haven't checked the rating in the last couple of days, but when I did check it, uh, it did have a 93% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.7 on IMDb, and a 79% audience rating. And there was a lot of reviews at the time. So uh, very critically well-received so far. Um, it's directed by Harry Bradbeer. Never heard of him, um, but he's done a lot of TV work. He worked on Killing Eve, Fleabag, and Prisoner's Wives. All things I've never seen, but I've heard Killing Eve is really good. Um, I've heard amazing things about Fleabag. I mean, I think that's what he's won his couple Emmys for because he directed, okay. I think, like most of the show. Seasons I 1 and 2, no I believe. <laughs> I think. I feel like I randomly went down a rabbit hole and looked at all the cast and crew of Fleabag. Um, I've heard it's a great show. Yeah, I've never seen it, but um, I think he's one of like the big creators of that show. Which yeah, I'm really I'm one well. to judge based on title, and I think the title's silly, so I probably will never watch it. But yeah, good for him. I'm glad he has a lot of awards, and he probably won't get any for this movie. But anyways, Enola Holmes is a synopsis is when Enola Holmes Sherlock's teen sister discovers her mother missing. She sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right as the as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. <sighs> okay. All right. You went there. 
Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things, Godzilla Kings Monsters, Henry Cavill, Man of Steel, Man from Uncle, Helena Bottom Carter, Harry Potter, The Lone Ranger, Dark Shadows, and Sam Claffin, Me Before You, Cripple. And in The Nightingale. Yep. Yeah, he was a total dick in that movie. He was him kind of an movie. asshole. He was like the lieutenant guy that was basically a serial rapist. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, Enola Holmes. Uh, I watched a couple days ago, but I- I'd be interested to hear your initial thoughts on the film, Spencer. Um. Yeah. Take your time. It's like, no, I'm no rush. He's a mainstream boy. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't <laughs> I know, know <laughs> what that I should do with that information, but it was charming. Yeah, it was. First of all, I mean, it, it's over two hours. It's way too long, and it's been. I mean, I watched it on Friday, so it's been a couple of days already, and I can't even remember what the plot of this movie was. I mean, she was. I'll tell you, like trying to save like this like young lord from being killed by his family or something like that. Basically, um, and yeah, and then Henry Cavill, who's just like this like bodybuilder, is like trying to fit in these like old period piece suits, and it's just like <laughs> it looks like he's ready just to like bust out his Man of Steel cape like any time. Like, I think he was wearing yeah, like, a costume. I'm not sure. Like Holmes, like he played. Okay, the thing with Henry Cavill, he was a total plays, dick in the movie. You know, by the way, no, I like no, no, no. Uh, uh, they both were dicks. Was. I mean, they were yeah, both sure, somewhat but, dicks. Like, okay, continue. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, Henry Cavill, he's just the same in every single movie. Like, I'd be, I'd be really curious to see what kind of range he does in terms of, like, maybe some more dramatic performances. But, like, he's well, I just feel the like for, same in everything that he, I've seen him in. For Sherlock and he's Holmes, great. The, the, the casting directors are like, we need someone handsome. Right. Okay. We'll go with we'll go with Henry Cavill, and I think that's kind of just just perfect casting. And I mean, he's right. a great actor. I mean, he he is. I mean, I I do like him, but it's just <laughs> he does just play the <laughs> same character, just this like brooding, like yeah, I don't know, this kind of like muscle build kind of guy. But he was fine. Like, the thing is, like, I mean, I'm trying to see him as Sherlock Holmes, and I just I'm not seeing it. I'm just seeing Henry Cavill as this like period piece kind of guy. He does but have I a mean, great the, seductive look about him, though. Sure. Okay. Um, but the, the movie itself, it was just, it was charming. It was, it was, it was light. It was fluff. That's all it was for me. Yeah. And, uh, I, I see where you're coming from with that. I, I think Millie Bobby Brown is really the saving grace of this movie. She's, she's very charming, very endearing. And I think after watching this movie, I think it's, she's, she's more than capable of helming a film. Um, maybe I'm sure she could definitely be in some more dramatic roles as well, because um, she was obviously really good in Stranger Things. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, maybe when she's older, she's still 16, which is like shocking. She's to going she's... to get an Oscar, 100. percent At some point in her career, I guarantee you can mark this, timestamp it, put it in the vault. She is going to get an Oscar at some point in her career. She's that talented. Oh, no of an doubt. Actress. I think um, she's one of those people that could easily transition from TV to to movies. Like, and the other thing is, I think she's also a producer of this movie. Um, I, I believe I saw that at 16 she, at 16. Yeah. I mean, she's crushing Dang. it. She's killing it. And uh, I mean, the movie seems like it was a big success. So, I mean, more money in her pocket as well. Uh, and that also means that she can kind of be more choosier with her roles and she can kind of handpick what she wants to do with her career. And at that young, I think she's going to make some really good decisions because I think this was a really good decision for her career because it, I didn't like it personally, the whole fourth wall breaking the uh like looking right at the camera kind of being like the the narrator because mm-hmm. i mean it does it takes you right out of the movie and it just it just doesn't work and, and for, especially with like a, like sherlock holmes and stuff like that i don't really want that like if they did it with the robert Downey jr sherlock holmes movies 
I don't know. I just don't think I would be as into it as much as they do with just like the slow mo, like kind of like narration walkthrough of like what's gonna happen. I think that's more of like a creative tool in terms of like Sherlock Holmes. But like yeah, the breaking of the fourth wall. Every time they did it, I was just taking right out of it, and it seemed like they kind of forgot about it because towards the end of the movie, she stopped doing it. She stopped addressing the camera. They and... did it. Yeah, they they kind of stopped doing it for like a good thirty forty minutes, and all of a sudden yeah. she did it again. Um, the first twenty five minutes, like it was almost like just breaking the fourth wall like, a lot oh yeah God. a lot of it was. when you're developing <laughs> yeah. the character i think it's it's funny with the fourth wall i think uh sorry to mention house of cards but that's like the first show that i really remember that uh concept being used a lot and it it was used really well in sort of just revealing what he's really thinking sort of um yeah with kevin Spacey's character was it but... used in a good because i haven't seen house of cards i think i tried to watch the first se- uh season and then i just fell off of it because i had to like really pay attention um yeah. And uh, was Basically, it used good in that show? Like, was it used? It, well it was because fourth wall? The, he's a really horrible guy, but he's putting on a front because he's a you know, political figure. So he's basically just a lying bastard. Um, but then the truth comes out when he he'll just kind of turn to you and he's like, "This guy's a piece of shit. And I'm gonna fucking lie to him." Like stuff like that. Like he'll just kind of just he'll tell yeah. you the truth as a viewer, and then you kind of you see how he reacts right after. Like mid conversation, he'll just turn to you and be like, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't think that it was used as well in Enola Holmes. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever compare this movie to House of Cards with Kevin Spacey, but you know, fourth wall doesn't happen. Well, another thing is like, I believe fourth, uh, uh, the fourth wall breaking in uh, Wolf of Wall Street is pretty prevalent, right? Doesn't he do that? Uh, it's been years since yeah, I've seen the movie. I think he does. But I believe he does. Just yeah, like turn and like talk right to the camera. Uh, I mean, so it's, if it's used in certain instances, it works really well. Uh, but yeah, just here. Every time that she turned and talked to the camera, it just brought me right out of the movie, and I just kind of wish that they didn't uh, go that direction. But I don't know; it's a style that I'm sure other, uh, I don't know, younger audiences has uh, haven't really been familiar with or introduced to. So be kind of more curious to know how it worked for them. Yeah, and I th- I think just because this is kind of like a storybook movie, because Sherlock Holmes is just kind of a story character, like it kind of brought me into the storybook element a little bit because she's like the main character, just kind of talking to the audience. So. It kind of works. It was a little bit childish at times, um, but you know, I, I think it was okay. But when it comes in terms of the plot, I really was a little bit let down overall with the plot itself, just because it, they lead you in here with thinking it's going to be this like uh, mystery she's going to solve about her missing mother, and then all of a sudden she runs into this guy, and they're trying to get away from Sherlock Holmes and her other brother who are like trying to throw her into boarding school, and then this other kid's going to get trying to get. He's getting killed because uh, his family, his uncle wants to take over his estate. It's like, this has nothing to do with her mother. You know what I mean? Like, they set up this whole plot device where, oh, I'm going to find my missing mother. And then 95% of the movie has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know um, what you mean, Jelly Bean. Okay. Because yeah, if they focus directly on the mother and daughter relationship and, like, her setting out to go find her, I, I think that would have been definitely more of an engaging movie. And her using like her like Sherlock Holmes instincts, uh, yeah, and, being a know, detective and shit. to figure out where her mother went, because it seemed like they're setting up like the mother had joined this like rebellion and she was like maybe plotting something that was pretty intense and yeah, and yeah, the whole side plot with like this young lord trying to I don't know that whole thing was just it felt tacked on to me and it, it, I really did wish that it focused more on just her finding her mother and while trying to avoid the older brothers because i think that was a kind of a fun aspect of like i wanted more of that to be honest of just like her and her brothers like i mean the holmes is the family because i mean we're so used to just sherlock holmes has been has been done to death i believe it's like a 
copyright free material. I believe anybody can I use think it is, dude. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes or something because yeah. it's, it's so popular and famous and around for so long. But yeah, no, and it, it's a cute movie. Millie Bobby Brown is delightful. I mean, she really is just just kind of she she lights up the screen with her charisma and she's just fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the plot took itself a little bit too seriously. I wish it just had focused on the detective elements where she's a little detective, like have her solve the mystery and find clues and kind of one thing leads to the other. But instead, it's not really about that. And uh, eventually her mother co- does come back into play, but it doesn't really evolve into anything. Um, it just ke- seems everything seemed kind of. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah. there she is. And there she goes. It was like kind of silly. Um. But yeah, I think overall this movie, um, I enjoyed it. But the two-hour runtime, I think it could have been tacked out into an hour and a half. Take out some of the side plots in here, and it would have been a more enjoyable film with uh, better pacing. Uh, but she's fun. I, I like the the cast overall. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be good for for kids. I, I think it's uh, yeah, you know, maybe like I mean, young however, girls watch this. It is like. At times, because I thought the movie was PG. I hadn't really looked too much into this oh, movie before watching yep. it. And then the whole... I forget what other movies that this actor is in. The guy that's like running around chasing them, trying to kill them. Like the assassin in, Batman, in the movie. Isn't he? Isn't he I one of I think so. He must have been in Batman. Bad he's, guys? He, he's always the villain in any TV or like or movie that you see him in like in any role he's always the villain and of course mm-hmm. here he's the villain but like he's, assassin. <laughs> some of the scenes with him and Millie Bobby Brown I'm like he's really trying to fucking murder her like this is like right there's like there's actual stakes here and I appreciate that they actually did that because it could have been a little bit more like uh, poor example but like agent cody banks or like i don't know something like so like <laughs> no you're right it could have been like a kim possible like, no live stakes. action movie. yeah something like great yeah. like a little over the top like that but no like there's scenes where it's like oh my god like there's legit stakes like damn like he's literally trying to murder them but i mean it was very predictable obviously they're gonna be fine but yeah uh, maybe because it originated with Lionsgate, they uh took a few extra risks with it like sure. if this was legit a netflix been. disney film then it could have been a little bit less uh you know i guess gory and it's not a great word but yeah. it was a little bit gory <laughs> was it it wasn't gory there was one scene where this guy like gets his head bashed in dude remember he like falls down and like his head he doesn't even die which i'm shocked he didn't die but he starts like bleeding out on the floor Oh, okay. During, yeah, when the fight yeah. ended and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You I know. think so. I don't know. I'm just, I've been watching the newest season of The Boys and someone's head gets smashed in every single well, episode. So my head smashing scenes are a little cross right now. <laughs> so, uh, by the Fair way, enough. watch The Boys. Season two is phenomenal. Best thing to come out of 2020 so far. Mainstream well, I boys. finished Away, so I'm going I'm to check it out now. I finished there Away. It's go. a really good show, by the way. Hillary Swank, give her a fucking Oscar, dude. Never well, thought I'd be saying that. Emmy or Golden Globe or something. It's Get, TV. Just give her a damn Oscar. Right. There's not any yeah. movies coming she out. She already has an Oscar. She won an Oscar for Million Dollar Baby. Um. Anyways, Enola Holmes. Uh. It was yeah. I mean, like we've said, it's just an, an adorable, charming little fluffy little Netflix movie. Uh. Two littles in there, and yeah, Millie Bobby Brown is just very charming. She's great in this movie. It was fun seeing her in this role. I think that this is going to be huge for Netflix. It's probably going to spawn. A couple of sequels, maybe a little franchise, and you know what? I'm it sure it's welcomed. Already. I'm sure it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get it to fresh. However, there was one scene that pissed me off so much, and I think it deducted maybe half a star, or maybe even a full star. Is that when she turned to the camera and looked, she looked right at us, and she's like, "The game is afoot." I'm like, "All right," I almost turned it off. 
what is this, I Nancy was, Drew? Yeah, like, I'm just like, you. no, this doesn't Blue's Clues. You're not going to tell me about <laughs> what's going on with the with the game as a foot. Backpack, okay, backpack. Where, where are we? I went three out of five. It's going. It's making it to fresh, but it's just um, yeah. I'm pretty much with movie. you. I I think the film is very fluffy. It's basically the equivalent of petting the the fancy feast cat for two hours. But uh, I, I had a good time. I think Millie Bobby Brown, man, she's great. I said it like four or five times, but obviously if this film didn't have her in it, yeah, it probably would be the direct to DVD piece of shit. But I think she's good, and uh, I wish the film kind of explored some different concepts and did some more detective work. But in the end, uh, maybe they'll do that in the sequel and be a little bit more fun. But I, I also give this a 3 out of 5. I think it's definitely worth being fresh. I mean, shit, it has uh, almost a perfect rating, critical rating in Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty crazy. Um, shit. But if you're, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. kind of hard just to watch this movie and be like, yeah, it's a piece 92. of shit. It's, 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 an, it's an awful yeah. movie. Yeah. Rotten. I mean, yeah, sure. It's not for everybody, but for the most part, it's 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 got what it needs to be to be a, a nice little movie at night. I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah, you got that right, bro. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's the only film we watched this week. We still made the 25-minute uh, runtime here with the podcast, which is pretty much what I was going for. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's coming out next week. I checked. There's really nothing of note. So, uh, But don't you worry. Every Monday we have a new episode. So uh, yeah, thanks again for watching Mainstream Boys. Uh, Spencer, anything you want to plug? Uh, nope, just uh, follow along with us in the podcast feed with the main show, Those Movie Dudes, uh, all throughout October. We're doing a little Spooktober, our second annual Spooktober. Uh, yeah. This is when we actually started the podcast last November. Then we took three or four months off, and then we started up again, and you know the rest is history. Um, so yeah, if you have any horror movie selections or uh, recommendations, let us know. DM us at Those Movie Dudes on Instagram. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about horror movies all throughout Spooktober. So yeah, great episodes every yeah. Friday. And guys, if you're uh, if you're listening to this in the gym, uh, enjoy your workout. If you're also, you know, listening on the way to work, go ahead and Dunkin' Donuts, grab a little cold brew pumpkin spice coffee with a little almond milk. That's my favorite drink nowadays. Um, hope you're enjoying yourselves. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next week. Toodles, stay the fuck inside, wear a mask, all that good stuff. Don't spread the virus. Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. Make sure to head over to our Instagram and follow us if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 500 followers by the end of 2020, and if we do, this year may end up being worth all the daily pain and suffering. Although, we're more likely we will die a slow, painful death as the virus mutates into a malevolent force that can't be stopped. Anyways, wash your fucking hands, people, and for the love of God, wear a mask.